0: Hello, and welcome to the Talking the Basics podcast. This is your host, Terrence, with 420 Fire, Columbus, Ohio. This episode comes from my personal studies and notes on the subject of prayer. It's information that I picked up from Pastor Mark of Collision Church in Reynoldsburg, Ohio, and my understanding of Graham Cook's series titled Praying with God. With that being said, let's begin to answer the question, How do I pray and walk it out together? With this first series, we want to begin to break down the intimidation and disheartening elements of prayer. As a new believer, or a believer who wants to restructure the relationship with God opening up healthy lines of communication with our heavenly father is crucial for so many reasons for me personally one of the greatest reasons to resolve issues that hinder our prayer life is so that we can hear from god and know it is him for god it's about coming into his presence and finding rest in matthew 11:28, jesus says come to me all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your soul with salvation." The term salvation in this passage, according to the American Heritage Dictionary of English Language, means preservation or deliverance from destruction, difficulty, or evil. I believe what it's saying is that God wants us to come to Him with all of the elements of our life, good and bad, so He can deliver us from all of the harm, risk, destruction, and penalties of sin that will lead us to our own spiritual destruction. With this new understanding, allow us to dive in and begin this episode on prayer with prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to come together today. We thank you for opening every door to make it possible. I thank you for every individual listening today and for opening our hearts so you can reveal your heart to each of us. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to come into your presence and learn how to love like you do. In Jesus' name, amen. I've chosen to open every episode with prayer because one of the first questions individuals always ask after accepting Jesus as their Lord and Savior is, how do I pray? All too often this question gets answered with a complicated explanation of scripture or a passage of scripture to recite in a particular situation without actually showing someone how to pray. In this case, prayer becomes nothing more than a discipline rather than relational as God intended. When we become entangled in discipline and formulas, we can become disheartened and even unwilling to make the time to pray. Simply put, we don't think to pray things out first because we've never been shown how to pray. When I first gave my life to Christ, there were no mentors for adults, let alone new preteen believers. Therefore I too struggled with my prayer life for many years, I have since, however, learned that prayer is more about listening, reading, and giving thanks to God for the resources he has provided when we don't know how the situation is going to work out than it is to get an answer. I too used to go to God and ask for what I wanted all the time instead of going to him from a place of knowing he knows best and has already provided his best for me. So what does God's written word say about praying? First Timothy one we find it says first of all, then I urge that petitions, specific requests, prayers, intercessions, prayers for others, and Thanksgiving be offered on behalf of all people. In First Timothy, Paul was urging everyone to pray. The problem then and now is that we look at prayer as being difficult because we are concerned about saying the wrong thing, praying the wrong prayer, am I bothering God and even do I deserve to speak to God about my problems? when we should be thinking of prayer as a joyful conversation with a best friend instead. Graham Cook puts it like this, If praying is anything less than joyful, then you may be seeing prayer from the old man perspective instead of a new man relationship. Have you ever looked closely at the prayers Jesus lifted up to his Heavenly Father? They were prayers of relationship. In other words, Jesus prayed knowing that God gave him a task, provided him with everything he would need to complete the task before he was even born. With the words that was given to Moses, Moses was able to part the Red Sea and lead the people of Israel through the promised land to take and take out their enemies without going to war. Jesus himself prayed in the wilderness so hard out of love for others He was sweating blood from his pores as he spoke to his best friend about the plan to save the world. These prayers saved Israel from the Egyptians and the world from sin and death. They were relational prayers instead of situational prayers. What does this mean? As Graham explains, the old man prays from within his or her situation rather than from a place of peace and confidence. Romans 8.17 says, And if we are his children... Then we are his heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs of Christ, sharing his spiritual blessing and inheritance, if indeed we share in the suffering, so that we may also share in his glory. The new man has an inheritance in Christ, and one of the benefits that come with that inheritance is being able to pray with an answer rather than for an answer. As new believers, we should know that God knows everything we will ever need or want, every situation we will ever go through and every choice we will ever make before we do. Therefore, He has already provided the answers and put the resources in place for us before we ever need them. What we need to learn is not necessarily how to pray. Instead, we need to learn how to come to God from a place of peace and confidence when we pray this takes faith in knowing God has already provided everything for us. Once we are at peace with the fact that God has already solved the issues before us, then we can pray and give God thanks for the solutions He has worked out before us. We don't need to know how to fix things or even what resources to use. God is our loving Father and He loves us so much that He's provided us things we could never have come up with in our own strength understand that we can never fix or save anything on our own. The only thing we can do in our own strength is provide a temporary band-aid that will come off before any real healing takes place anyway. You may be asking, why would we thank God in the midst of a situation rather than the end? Graham explains, and I completely agree, if we wait to thank God after a problem is solved, chances are we provided the answer to our situation instead of God. That means we didn't let our Father give us the best He has to offer from the inheritance He has given us in Christ. Therefore, we limit Him by getting in the way, doing things in our own strength and knowledge. Let's be honest. We can be one of the smartest people with the highest IQ and still never provide ourselves any of the resources God put in place for us before we were even born. Please know that when you pray, you are... Part of a prayer team. It's not just you. It's the Holy Spirit. It's God and yourself. That's a threefold chord. If one individual and another individual makes a twofold chord, the thirdfold chord must have an additional element that we can infer to be God Almighty. Ecclesiastic four twelve says, And though one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Praying from the position of inheritance and in thanksgiving means that nothing and nobody can defeat you or your prayers because you are with the greatest prayer warriors of all time. Prayer is a benefit of our inheritance in Christ Jesus. Because of our inheritance, we get to speak directly to the Father and hear Him speak from His heart to our hearts. Romans 8.28 says, And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to His plan and purpose. Therefore, we need to plan to enter God's presence with confidence and thanksgiving, not with our prayers full of doubt and fear, looking for a solution as if we were left to figure things out alone. We thank God first in every situation because every problem we encounter comes with His provision attached to it, regardless if we understand it or even know what it is. The idea is to pray knowing that the problems of the world before you are not stronger than the God who loves you and lives in you. Don't go looking for answers. Go before him in confidence and peace, knowing that he already gave us the answers and the resources needed to bring forth his plan in that particular area of our life. Keep it simple. Don't try to sound religious or long-winded. Talk to God as if he were your best friend. Excuse me. I know personally when I talk to my earthly best friend, I can say nothing wrong. I cannot say anything that surprises him. I can say nothing that offends him. I can say nothing that would cause him to love me any less. If it is like that for you too, then how can our Heavenly Father that already knows everything about us be any different? We close with an example of this kind of relational prayer, and it sounds something like this. Father God, I thank you that you are always with me. I don't know how you're going to work out my life. I know you are with me because you said you would be with me, and that's enough for me. I don't have to feel your presence. Your word is enough. I thank you for the benefits of prayer, though I do not always know what to pray or how to pray. I know you have answered every prayer according to your, your will before I ask. Thank you, in Jesus' name. Amen.